Hi, and welcome to the Parenting in the Middle podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Goodman. I'm a certified life coach and a mom to four teenagers. Do you ever wonder if you're doing this whole mom thing right? Are you pushing too hard or not enough? What does it look like to love your teens, yet keep firm boundaries? Would you love to get your kids to listen without yelling and feeling frustrated first? Here in this podcast, you will find coaching and communication strategies to help you tackle all of your hardest parenting struggles. These strategies will help you parent with more confidence, peace, and influence. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. So glad you're here. Today on this episode, I want to talk about when you should worry about your teenager's behavior and when they're just being a typical teen. And I'll give you some examples and ideas of both, like typical teen behavior, when you should worry, and if you are worried, then what do you do? I also wanted to mention my Parenting in the Middle toolkit. If you don't know what this is, you can go to parentinginthemiddle.com forward slash toolkit. You will see everything that's included with it. So I love this parenting quiz because if you've ever wondered where you fall, like are you more authoritarian or are you more passive or how do you even know, I've included a quiz in the toolkit so that there are specific questions you can ask yourself and then answer to kind of give you an idea of where you should maybe tighten things up or maybe where you can get a little bit more lenient and how you can make those decisions that are best for you. I think that's one of the hardest things as a parent is we just want someone to tell us the right thing to do. We wanna make the right decision, the best decision, but I promise you the best thing you can do for your kids is just be that confident parent that trusts yourself. And that might even mean being, I mean, it will mean being okay with the uncertainty of this is what you feel strongly about. And this is the decision you are going to make right now. That doesn't mean it's going to be the quote unquote right decision, but it'll help you move forward to where you should be. So it's not going to be the wrong decision. As long as you're doing something you're going to either learn from it or you're going to figure out like, this is what I need to do. And that's what we want for our teenagers too. So when we can do that for ourselves, we'll be just an amazing, an example for them to do the same. So included in my toolkit is this parenting in the middle quiz. You will also get information on how to stop swinging on the parenting pendulum, which is exactly what you will figure out in the quiz. Like, Okay, so maybe you are more lenient or maybe you are more controlling. So now what do I do? How do I stop swinging back and forth? And maybe you'll find you'll go from one extreme to the other extreme. And what we want to do is just kind of be right there in the middle. And you still might find yourself swinging a little bit, just like if you can picture a pendulum. It's never perfectly still and it might not be perfectly centered, but you will feel confident in what you are doing and be okay with that. Like there won't be so much tension involved when you do find yourself, it's just kind of this natural balance. My parenting in the middle method you will receive also, which is basically my self-coaching model that I use as I coach my clients. You will be introduced to how to distinguish, okay, what are the facts of the situation? What are my thoughts about it? And are my thoughts serving me? If they are awesome, if they're not, then what do I need to do next? Or it might be, I'm just feeling really, really anxious and I don't know what to do about it. How can I decide, how can I distinguish, okay, is my thought creating this feeling in me? 
Or is this emotion just something I need to process and I can just allow it and then sit with it for a moment and everything is going to be okay? Again, you can go to parentinginthemiddle.com forward slash toolkit to get immediate access to be able to download it right to your computer or your phone and listen to everything included, get all the PDFs there. Okay, now to the episode. I want to share with you today one of my favorite quotes that I will never forget that was offered to me by my coach instructor, and it's this. Oh my gosh, I have an amazing teenager. That's it. That's the thought that can help us feel confident in our teen, more trusting in our teen, um, more loving towards our teen. And I want you to think about different ways that you can interpret this thought or this sentence that we can tell ourselves. Oh my gosh, I have the most amazing teenager. If you asked most people to describe teens, I think most of what they would say would be negative. Like, our teenagers are so entitled, or they never want to be around the family. They have such an attitude, and they only think about themselves. And I think any one of us that has teens could relate to any of those descriptions and be like, yep, that's that has been my experience as well. Maybe not all the time, because they're also really fun if you watch them do something they love, like play sports or you know, if they're involved in any kind of extracurricular activity and you get to watch them excel, it can be so much fun. And to see how passionate they can be about certain things. Sometimes you can see that you'll catch glimpses of they'll stick up for a friend or they'll be a good friend and you'll be like, wow, I'm so impressed that my teenager did that. So there are so many things that we can witness our teens do that it's not just negative. But I think this idea that normal teenage behavior includes the negativity or just the difficulty that comes with growing up into preteen, adolescence, onto adulthood. We have to see this natural pushback that gets created because our teens are just trying to be figure out who they are and be their own person. And I mean, if they wanted to be if they didn't do this, if they didn't need this detachment from us, if they wanted to stay with us and like not ever move out of the house, like we wouldn't want that either. We'd be like, oh my gosh, I need my space. Or we would want them to get a job and like be more independent. But just kind of remind yourself that that independence that you want for your teenagers has to come with the pushback that will just go with it. Like they're not going to always agree with you or they just need to feel that friction that comes with, oh my gosh, I'm a teenager, but I also am so reliant on my parents for all of my basic needs. And it just feels uncomfortable because you want to be with your parents, you need your parents, but yet as a teenager, you also need to have your independence and start developing that. So there's going to be this natural tension. And so now think about how we have this negative connotation with teenagers, this natural thing that's just actually things are working out how they should, right? If we want our teenagers to be independent, there's going to be this natural pushback that's going to come with it. But instead of just tolerating it or even better embracing it, we get like, oh, teenagers are so hard. They're so negative and 
they just never want to be around us. And we make it so like annoying. And when it's actually the way it's supposed to go, nothing has gone wrong. Your teenager is behaving exactly the way that they should. And now they have their parents who are really annoyed with them or mad at them or just not very patient and tolerant of, around them. It can make it even harder. So I'm sure you can see different situations in your life where you've interacted with your teen in a certain way. And it's like, you've kind of made the situation harder. And that's where I love coaching so much because it, it, and everyone that I've coached around this topic, which is why I love coaching on parenting teens, you can start to see so many things, beautiful things that are happening as you let your teens have their own experience, make their own decisions, not get so involved right? Or so stressed, like you are responsible for their happiness and for the outcome that they need to have. If And you can actually get to where, <clears throat> of course, we want our teens to be happy and we want to support them. And that might be doing some things for them. I'm all for doing what you feel is best for your teenagers. But you know when that, when you're jumping in because of your own anxiety. And if you don't know, you will. If you start coaching, you'll start to see, oh, I'm kind of intervening because I'm feeling anxious about this. And what if I could, you start to question, what if I could just let them, you know, handle this? What if this isn't the end of the world? What if this is going to help them become stronger? What you will start to notice is your teenager is going to rise to the occasion. And it will be because you didn't get overly involved. You were able to take a step back. You were a little more calm and patient and you took away some of that friction. So the pushback is still there. It's just you're not, you don't have that friction with it. And I think this thought is what helped me the most navigate this is understanding the normal teenage behavior, the not wanting, you know, the wanting to be with their friends more than their family. And so how did I handle that? I mean, I, I can see like the ages now that I've got two adults, my second just turned 18 in January. She's still a senior in high school. So she was, I just remember when she was turning 18, she's like, I'm going to be an adult tomorrow. And, and it didn't, I don't know. It just didn't feel like I wasn't super sad or like, cause she would be like, mom, you're going to have an adult. You're gonna have two adults. And I'm thinking, yeah, but you're still in high school. So I still consider you like my child. And I didn't tell her that, you know, I was just like, I know it's crazy. Like, I think she wanted me to like be more sad about it. And I, I'm not super sad because she's still in my house and going to school and I'm still enjoying her. So we'll see what happens after graduation. But anyway, this thought is what helped me the most, which is that, oh my gosh, I have an amazing teenager or my teenager is being the perfect teenager. And that thought just helped reduce the amount of friction I felt like it just accepted, hey, this behavior is totally normal teenage behavior. You know, normal teenage behavior is that boundary pushing, that wanting to exert their independence, but yet still needing to have parents who support them with food and money. And so nothing has gone wrong. I love that thought. My child is being the perfect teenager. It honors where they are at, also honors the kind of messiness of it and puts a little bit of a lighthearted spin on it, which is how I like things. So try that thought on the next time you feel that friction, that tension, when you're just like, oh my gosh, my teenager is so annoying and see if it helps. 
And this will help fight the natural response we have as moms because naturally we want to help our kids be respectful, productive, hardworking, etc., etc., etc. So we worry and get stressed out if our kids spend too much time on their phone or they're playing too many video games or their grades aren't very good, you know, fill in the blank. But what if you didn't have to be stressed out or frustrated about that? Instead of thinking a thought like, oh my gosh, my teenager is so annoying or they're so lazy, think a thought like, man, my child is killing it at this teenager thing. They're doing such a great job at it. It just takes the edge off the frustration. So instead of talking to your child in a stressed out way, like get off of your phone or get off of that video game, do your homework, and you're just really like at them, you can tell them what what an amazing teenager they are and really mean it. Like they're being an amazing teenager because teenagers want to spend a lot of time on their phones and talk to their friends. They want to watch a lot of YouTube videos or TikTok videos, and then you can tell them something else like, all right, so now it's time to put your phone away. I want to enjoy our time together for family dinner. And you can be solid in your expectation of that, and it doesn't have to feel like a fight. It might take time to establish something if this is brand new, but it doesn't have to be a fight. It's like you're solid in your expectation, and so there's no drama involved. And then you can talk about like, okay, if you don't get off of your phone and this isn't going to work, then maybe I push the restriction button or the downtime button. And there are things that you can do to establish more control without coming from a place of a bunch of frustration and anger. So this will work with younger kids and teenagers alike. Because I do feel like there's something about, you know, we just kind of embrace the terrible twos. I just remember that being something that's like, wait till they're two, which I thought it was more three was harder than two. But we all have heard that phrase, like the terrible twos. There's really nothing for like the terrible teens. And I don't think I want, I don't want that phrase, terrible teens anyways, but there's really nothing for teens. And there, it's pretty much the same place. It's like, you have this two, three-year-old that's like, wanting to do everything on their own, but yet they can't. And so it's hard on us as parents because it's like, oh my gosh, this is taking forever and they want to tie their own shoe or put their mm-hmm. shoe on, button their coat or put or seatbelt themselves, like buckle themselves in their car seat. And it's like, oh, you have to like be so much more patient. And sometimes it can be really fun and you're like, awesome. And you're super happy that they can do it themselves and that they want to do it themselves. And then other times you don't have time for it and it can be really hard. So it's just like our teenagers, but yet what our teenagers are doing, if it was only like wanting to buckle themselves in, but it's more like, I don't want to do my homework. Do I have to do it? What if I don't pass this class? It's the consequences of their decisions can be harder to deal with, but yet something they are completely capable of dealing with. So just allow them to. And then if it is something that is worrying you and you're wondering, okay, is this normal teenage behavior or is it a red flag? Just know you have so many resources to go to. I Google so many things and then I'll decide, okay, what do I think about this? Or I'll ask a friend, good friends in your corner, parents who are one step ahead of you are such valuable resources and they can tell you, oh yes, I've been through that with one of my kids and it was really tough and we got through it. 
Or maybe they'll share, but I wish this is what I would have done instead, or this is what I learned from that experience. I've found having those friendships to be so valuable in my life. So when to worry, when not to worry, I think the worry is going to come anyway, but it's how to manage it, how to navigate it. So when you are concerned, I like the word concerned more than worry because worry is like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Concerned is more, I'm noticing something in my child and because I love them, I want to see if everything is okay. And so the way this can sound is if you notice your teenager, you know, they've changed personalities all of a sudden, they are more withdrawn, start noticing, okay, are they on their devices more often or what happened? Where did they go somewhere or were they away for a while? Kind of just like think back, like what has been going on for them? Are they in a really hard class right now to kind of make sense of their behavior? Why does my child's behavior make sense? When it doesn't really make sense, I love being able to just have that open communication with them. And it can sound something like, I care about you and I want to help. Can you tell me more about what's been going on? I've noticed that you've been a little more withdrawn. Do you want to talk about it? I'm here to listen whenever you're ready. And then kind of allow them to, so it's like you're taking a step forward to them. They may or may not come toward you. This is just that first step that you're taking and allow your teenager to just be where they are. And maybe they'll be like, no, everything's fine. I don't want to talk about it. And then you just allow it to, you know, settle in, give it time, keep noticing, see if there is intervention. If you need to find help, counseling, therapy, anything like that, I think is really helpful. And the hard is going to just be part of the process. So instead of resisting it, like it shouldn't be hard. My teenager should be happy this is terrible. Something's gone wrong. It's all my fault, right? I think a lot of us moms think that way. Instead of going there and spinning out, notice when you do spin out and how uncomfortable that feels. Take control back of yourself and of your thoughts and just breathe into those strong emotions that are present and just know that it's going to be okay. You can handle this. Your teenager can handle this. Now, what do you want to do? It's such a more empowering place so that you can be there for your teenager and your teenager will know you're there for them and you can figure out what to do next. So sometimes it does get to that point with our teenagers where they do need some sort of an intervention or something needs to be done to help them and that may be done out of force. There are other times though where it is just normal teenager behavior and you've got to just ride that wave and it's going to be really choppy but it's going to be okay. It's like a turbulent airplane. You're going to be in turbulence for a little while. You don't know when that turbulence is going to go away. So you're just going to kind of buckle up, breathe into it, and know this is just going to be be the ride for a, for a little bit. So the last thing that I wanted to share was something that actually happened this week, and I got some really great advice from one of my daughter's tumbling coaches. She's someone we've known for a really long time. She no longer works for the the gym that my daughters used to attend. And so every once in a while, she'll come and just work on tumbling with my girls. And she's pretty tough. And sometimes I will be like, oh my gosh, like, can she be a little softer or kinder? (laughs) Because I've just got one, I've just got a little soft heart and competition. I'm just like, can everyone be a winner? And can everyone just feel great about themselves? 
And I know this is my work to do, clearly, but I was talking with her and she was telling me about one of my girls and she's like, you know what? She is a really hard worker. She just needs pushed. Like if she's not pushed and if no one notices, she will stop trying. Like she's fine to skate by and not really try and not push herself to be the best. And I think in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I can see that. But I also see maybe she does get behind. She doesn't push herself and she's also feeling bad about that, but doesn't really know how to get out of it. And so it just kind of turns into this attitude of like, I don't care. Cause that's what I had been noticing is like, she's really hard on herself, but then she's like, I don't care but I know she cares, right? Like our kids care about things, especially when they say they don't care. They probably do. And so she's telling me this and she's like, so I think that's what's happening is she's not really being pushed. She's not being noticed. So she's just kind of like falling behind. And then she just has that attitude of like, well, I don't care, right? Because if you care, then you have to feel bad about it. And so what she was noticing is that, you know what, she needs to be noticed. And she was saying that when she pushes her and notices her, like, I see you working. I see how hard you're trying and you can do this. So she's noticing the hard work she's putting in and she's pushing her to do better because she knows she can. And I was just like, whoa, when she told me this, I'm like, that is such a good analogy even for parenting because I could absolutely see that that was true and accurate and I could also see how that could be applied to so many other areas of of parenting when you can really see your kids for who they are you see the effort they are putting in and if they're not putting in effort if you don't think they're putting in effort what can you see that they are doing that you can be positive about really come at them with something positive because sometimes that can be hard to find. So really look for it. You know, what do you notice them doing? And then come with that. I see you and I know that you're capable of doing more. So this is what I expect. So you're pushing them, but it comes with that connection first. And when you see that, I think that you will really see your teenager rise to the occasion. If they don't, that perhaps could be something where it's like, all right, maybe they do need extra help coming from someone else. They need to figure out, you know, what's going on because this is above your pay grade or it's above their capacity to figure out on their own. So let's get some other resources together and figure out what to do next. So all of this to say is it doesn't have to feel super hard or impossible or just this conflict for the next five years of your life. It really can be more fun and connective and you can learn how to step back, kind of just watch the process and be there to, to guide and support as that coach on the sidelines. All right, everyone, have a wonderful rest of the week. You can jump on my email list. If you're not on my email list, then go to parentinginthemiddle.com forward slash power struggle and you will have access to my three ways to avoid a power struggle PDF that will put you on my email list. You can jump on a coaching call with me 
I should have a link on my website to do that where you can access my calendar or go to my Instagram. I'm at Kristen Goodman Coaching over there. Have a wonderful week and we will see you soon.